The chestnut-sided warbler is a small, energetic songbird that can be found in succession habitat, open areas where field is becoming forest. Their breeding range stretches from the Canadian prairies east through the Great Lakes and onwards to the Atlantic, and their song can be described as sounding like, pleased, pleased, pleased to meet you. My name is Rob, and this is Songbirding. I've arrived at the entrance to the Bruce Trail at the north end of the settlement of Dyers Bay, Ontario, atop the Niagara Escarpment. The trail here connects to a loop trail through an area known as the Juniper Flats, an area containing patches of dry, flat, rocky alvar with low-growing juniper shrubs. Before I reach the flats, however, I have roughly a kilometer of the Bruce Trail to traverse. throated hummingbird and red-eyed vireo looking at the Harkins Roadside Trail where we're going to get started we're going to see what's at the Juniper Flats right now we're going through a mix of cedars deciduous These are not tall trees. They go up 25 to 40 feet. Very rocky trail with lots of roots. see a few junipers. Okay, sounds to be an oven burn hat.
place is a little more extreme on the mosquitoes than other places. There's our oven bird again. Something ticking at us here. Appears to be a black and white warbler ticking. There's a pair of them. That was an oven bird. And the other bird going on and on, that's a red-eyed vireo. Black and white warblers have stopped ticking. It'd be nice to hear them sing though. Let's see, I have a bird again. <laughs> trail, hiding, jumped out. That's the usual way you encounter rough grouse. Always very dramatic. Warblers are gonna see much, so we keep going. Just a very he's singing pretty quickly. Very fast singer. Chickadee off to the side here somewhere, black capped chickadee.
very quiet spot. start is flying around tree to tree, singing, eating bugs. Here's our black-capped chickadee. There's also a young one here, too. Once I slowed down, Mosquitoes seem to have slowed down too. This is the American Red Star. It's a male. We got a black capped chicken here too. Seem to be a few of them. in this section. Start singing. The red star has stopped. We keep moving. May have heard an eastern toey in the direction I'm headed. There's another song. It's 
That sounds like potential chestnut-sided warbler. The D D D D D D D. The mnemonic on that is please, please, please to meet you. That's a chestnut-sided warbler. There he is again. Chestnut side of the it's ticking. I think I can see him now. There's a male. Hope he sings a little more. Chestnut side warblers you can find in succession habitats. This is where, let's say, an old field is being turned slowly into forest in the process known as succession. You like the kind of thin, low to the ground trees and shrubs. Not usually in mature forests, and this is kind of an odd case because it's an alvarso. A lot of rock in the ground. So trees can't grow very high anyway. So we got low-growing trees, and there he is. I see him now. It does have chestnut on the side. Maybe a little bit of yellow on the head. White underneath. 
is ticking. Their song can be fairly easily confused with the yellow warbler. This is why I need to hear it a few times, because the two species have been known to at times sound very similar. Oh, this is good. I don't know if I've seen chestnut cider warbler up here before, so might be new to be around for this area. Something calling at a distance, I don't know what it was. I heard a morning dove as well. Now there was a tohi. I heard a while back. It's in this direction, but he hasn't sang again yet. Chestnut side warbler singing again. There we go. Is it chestnut side warbler again? It's back to singing. That one there. It's really that ending of the song, though. Pleased to meet you, part two, two, two. It's different. Is this toe? doesn't sound like the ones I'm used to hearing, but. Most songbirds have regional dialects, accents. So he's being fairly quiet, but that would be the male singing. We've got that song, Drink Your Tea. reddish side. They used to be known as a rufous-sided tohi until they were split from the spotted tohi in the west. So if you were to find eastern tohi, it would be in a fairly open area, which is what we're he heading into now. And the transition between 
forest and field. So these quieter, slightly different tone, faster too. They also have a call that people describe as Shawink, but it's also where the name Tohi comes from because it could be also described as Tohi. The call Shawink, Tohi. Mnemonics are hard to come up with, so it can sometimes be different seeming for the same call. Let's see if this trail goes around. Maybe we'll get closer to the eastern Tohi. A lot of rocks along here. Got to climb up a rocky hill here. Looks like we won't be heading towards the Tohi. some fresh bear scat. So here's hoping maybe we can see a bear. Okay, we've reached Juniper Flats side trail. In the next part, we'll start to explore the Juniper Flats and get a much closer listen to the Eastern Tohi. To learn more about the species encountered in this episode, please visit songbirding.com. Songbirding, the Bruce Peninsula, was recorded, engineered, narrated, and created by me, Rob Porter, with Creative Commons music from Scott Buckley and additional Creative Commons sounds by Jordan Powell.